Hello and welcome to the Feminine Genius Podcast. This is a podcast that celebrates all women of God and their unique genius. I'm your host, Rachel Wong. I want you to repeat something to yourself right now, in this moment. Are you ready? You are made for greater. It's a beautiful truth and a powerful reminder that the Lord calls all of us to do great things. Now, after Jasmine de Guzman took a step back from ministry, she felt a call in her heart to create for the kingdom. And through her work, art, and online store, she aims to instill in everybody this very message that you and I were made for greater. In this episode, Jasmine and I talk about her time serving in various church ministries, what inspired Made for Greater, and how she's encouraging other creatives to make beautiful art to advance the kingdom of God. Good morning, Jasmine. Hi. How are you? We're doing well. (laughs) Good, good, good. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, I think first and foremost, I was wondering if we could start off by you introducing yourself to our listeners. Of course. So my name's Jasmine. I live out in California. I am a graphics major, so I will be graduating from Arizona State next spring, hopefully. I have been doing ministry for about seven or eight years now, more and so through youth ministry, um, young adults, and also catechetical ministry. But fun things is I one day want to own a corgi. (laughs) That's my dream is to have one of those little dogs so that, you know, I can be a dog mom. That's my dream is to be a dog mom. (laughs) I also have um, a brand called Made for Greater that I just launched last October, actually on my birthday. (laughs) So a little nice present for everyone else and me as well. And yeah, I'm a Filipino American and I just have been kind of learning about myself as a Filipino Catholic for sure. Because especially being born and raised Catholic, you know, I live in such a very traditional household being Filipino as well. So yeah, that's just like a snippet of me. (laughs) Right, a snippet of what is to come. And I love that you were alluding to the household that you grew up in. And Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could share what your faith journey has been like growing up and Mm -hmm. how you've gotten to where you are now. Yeah, of course. So I got confirmed. And after confirmation... I guess before that, I never really had such a strong bond with our Lord. I really do think that after confirmation, getting involved with my home parish was a really good start. And for me, I started doing just, you know, when you're going through confirmation, you have to do like service hours, right? And especially at my home parish at the time, we had this event called Youth Rally. And that was where like, you know, a good amount of churches would come and we just hold this event that has praise and worship, a speaker, a host, and just like things like that. And for me, that was like my first time really experiencing such like huge event full of just like Catholics who want to be Catholic, you know what I mean? Mm. Like I feel like before I met our Lord, like I kind of was just like, I'm Catholic, you know, that was just my title. 
But for me, when I got the chance to experience that, it was like a whole different feeling. It was like our Lord really calling me to say like, this is what I want you to be a part of. And sadly, I moved, but I got involved in my home parish now, St. Paul. And from there, I just really had opportunities to really use ministry as a way to really let the Lord kind of just use me, right? Mm -hmm. And from there, like, I kept asking the Lord, what is my calling? What do you want me to do in this time? And he gave me that. He gave me ministry. He gave me all that, like I kind of said in my like little intro. But he also gave me opportunities to like really lead. So I guess a big part of me was going to this event. And in California, there's a Steubenville, San Diego. And they have a leadership team called SALT at the time. So it's um, service and leadership team. And I had the chance to be a part of that, which for me, at least, it had changed my whole perspective on my faith. I just felt like the Lord was just saying, like, you think you're doing what I need you to do now? This is really the call just to really serve. And it gave me such a definition of service that I just never really had before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so ever since then, I just knew that the Lord needed something with me. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'll I'll do whatever you need me to do, right? And so that tapped into becoming an intern for youth ministry. It had to do with becoming a creative. I would take retreat videos, right? And also, you know, having to just lead small groups, being a facilitator. So from there, I kind of just had that moment, I guess my pivotal point of my faith, I guess, quote unquote, retired from ministry a little bit. <laughs> for so long. But now I really do think that my faith has really shaped because it's been such a more mature thing. Like I have to really seek that out rather than, you know, where church is just so there. You can always find your, your faith at church, right? But when you're not constantly there, it's such a struggle. It's harder when you, you yourself have to really seek that. So right now I'm in that transition where like I'm really having to step up and really desire our Lord even more because I don't have such tangible reminders for myself, right? So yeah, that's kind of the journey I've had with it. And it's been amazing. Praise the Lord, for sure. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I can tell that you have a very great design eye, but also you have this interest for just things that are beautiful and creating things that really speak to folks. And I guess I am curious to know where the inspiration for you know, your own interest in design came from. I actually tapped into photography first when I started off doing a lot of this. And for me, tapping into that and videography, like I think the inspiration came from just what I captured. Just like the simple moment footage that I caught when I had to film a retreat is that our Jesus was in the tabernacle and our priest, right before our confessions for our retreats, he was kneeling at the tabernacle. And I just like, I couldn't not film such a beautiful moment you know mm -hmm. just us as lay people like we ourselves are always finding our ways to kneel to our lord right mm -hmm. and that also just goes for our religious too right and so for me i feel like the inspiration comes from the little moments the moments where i find such beauty in someone genuinely in deep prayer with our lord mm -hmm. or the moments where i capture a speaker and how deep they are in their talks you can just really tell like what they're saying is something that is really coming from their heart. Yeah. And so for me, like being able to capture visually that had been such an inspiration for me because I got to experience this like firsthand, right? 
But imagine having other people get to experience that Jesus moment for other people. And for me, I was like, I need, I need to show people Jesus in these moments. And our Lord calls us to experience him through even just other people's mm-hmm. moments, you know? And so segueing, I just kind of tapped into graphic design. Graphic design was kind of just like me starting off hand lettering and doing a lot of calligraphy first through words and a lot of prayer. And I like worship a lot. Worship is my form of prayer sometimes. And I really do get inspired by certain lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, like that will definitely be such an inspo for me as well. And then I'll see like, okay, Lori, like, this is the specific lyric that I'm really thinking about. And I'll bring that maybe back to like scripture or something, or I'll just keep asking the Lord, like, what is it that you want me to do with this? Mm-hmm. And some way, shape or form, he goes, here, use, use your hand and just draw this out. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I find a lot of inspiration. It's definitely through other people and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this brand that you had created, what I love about Mm -hmm. it is the quote that you have on the bio there. It's a a quote that's attributed to Pope Benedict XVI. The world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. And that is such a beautiful quote, just because it really highlights this whole call to magnanimity and just um, aspiring for better things and trusting that the Lord has something great for you. What inspired you to start this brand? Yeah. So May for Greater at the time was just a thought. So after going myself out of ministry, I know in my heart, I was like, Lord, I know that I'm not done. Like I know that my ministry and what I do, I am not done. You know, I didn't feel satisfied with just leaving ministry. So I kept praying on it. I go, Lord, like, what do you need me to do? And he kept bringing back the world. Like he kept bringing the image of what our society is facing right now. He said, you know, I need you and I want you to just bring forth that ministry out into the world that really needs you the most. And I go, Lord, (laughs) I feel like that's a huge thing, right? And so I was like, well, how do I even come about this? Like, what do you want me to do, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I kept praying on it. And I was with my friend one night and I was like, hey, I need help. Like, I want to start an Instagram, but I'm going back with a couple of names. And so I was like, it's this or Retrograder. And she was like, Retrograder just sounds dope, right? And <laughs> at the time, the Pope Benedict quote never actually was a part of that. So I, you know, I stuck with it. I kept it. And I was like, okay, let's just keep it because no one has it yet. And you That's know, right. Instagram, if you find a name, you got, you have to be lucky, right? You got to cop that handle. Exactly. So I was like, okay, <laughs> let's just put it for now. So I was like, okay, Lord, like I have this. And then the Lord just brought that Pope Benedict quote on me. And I go, Lord, yes. And for me, I was like, okay, I get it. I do. I really get it. I get that you need this world to understand like how much value they have and that the devil is someone that likes to likes to tell you things that are not true right and so he's like I need you to combat that by fighting it with such positivity right and allowing the word to come through me and I said okay and so I stumbled upon Pal campaign which is Joe Kim's Catholic line I just knew in that moment 
it had to be like apparel. It had to be merchandise. Because for me, I've always desired cool Catholic t-shirts and graphics and things like that. Coming upon PAL campaign was something really cool because it really inspired me to find a deeper inspiration of what can happen with Made for Greater. And for me, Made for Greater is a brand that when you buy anything, I want them to buy it for themselves, but realize at the same time when they sport it, it becomes a reminder for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like you can wear the shirt and it say something and that means something for you. But then when someone captures that, that in and out of itself is your own way of serving and ministering. Because I don't know, maybe there's something that just like resonated with them when they were passing you on the sidewalk. And so I feel like our Lord really just said like through the simplest ways, this is a call to simply tell people how much they are loved by me. And I said, Lord, okay, like I, I've experienced that, that love from you and I would want everyone <laughs> to just feel that. And so that's just kind of how Made for Greater came about. And I was like, what? It just sounds so cool too. Like you were made for greater. That just sounds like so inspiring. And I thought, you know, let's do it. And especially with the quote, you were not made for comfort. Like I, I would never want anyone to feel like in their life be in the same place when I know that for sure they have so much other things. Because personally, I was in a funk at one point in my life. And that quote really stuck with me. Because you were not made to just be where you're at. You were not made to be comfortable. You were not made to be um, just sitting here and just doing the same thing. You were made for more. You were made for greater because, you know, there are so many things that, you know, our Lord is trying to use you, but you just haven't seen it yet. Mm. And I said, okay, Lord, I will, I will get off of my bed <laughs> and I will do what you need me to do. And that's where that's been. And he's been such a big inspo. And however, the Instagram or just the merch has really been. So (laughs) to use Jesus as the ultimate inspo is amazing. And it's such a powerful reminder, too. So again, thank you so much for that. I feel like even if we aren't in like a, a serious quote unquote funk or we're stuck in a rut or whatnot, there are times where I feel like we can just be going about life and there's kind of vague direction as to where we're going. So it may seem like, okay, well, what is the point? Where am I going? What is the meaning of all of this? Yeah. And just to remember mm-hmm. that we're made for so much more, even if we can't see it right in front of us just yet. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And of course, your ministry and your your work as a creative continues to grow. I guess it was a few, gosh, it was a few weeks ago now that I was really privileged to be a part of something that you helped to start, the Creation Project. So again, it's kind of ministry building on top of another ministry, (laughs) which is amazing. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit about it, because I know that you're on the team behind the whole launch of this. Yeah, of course. Okay, so Ricky was one of the members on the team. He reached out to me. He was like, hey, I got this idea and I just want to, I want to run it by you. And I go, shoot, right? And he was like, I just think that we need this moment right now, especially right now, to just help grow and inspire our creative community right now. And I don't know how to do it, but I have a couple of people in mind and would want to know if you would want to start up something like that. And I go, of course. 
because for me, like I kind of previously said earlier, like I feel as Catholic creatives, we don't often find each other because it can maybe seem very individual. And for me, I had been praying to the Lord, like, Lord, where is this community at? I know that there are more people and I know that they are talented and more modern, you know? And I said, Lord, where are they? And this had been a prayer for me for years. The second that Ricky DM'd me that, I said, wow, Lord, it's been three years and here it is. And I said, praise Jesus. So the Creation Project is a Catholic creative community. Whether you are an artist, a graphic designer, you are a musician, you rap, you do anything. We just want to really bring us as a community to just really showcase, one, your talents that the Lord has really brought to you, and also to bring in more inspiration from one another. Because as me and the team talk, like we are so inspired by everything that we see, especially like with people like Bea Hart, you know, Erica, you know, like Pal Campaign or, you know, Blessed Is She. Like there are so many people involved in the creative aspect, right? And we thought, we know that they go through such burnouts and just things like that, that we want to be able to give that opportunity to have this for them and continue to feel their their spark and bring a revival to the church, as we say. You know, as much as our church is traditional, there is also such modernism in what we can bring, you know, allowing the traditional church into our style. And so we just wanted to really have the creation project as just a form and a way to give people the opportunity to create more and to show people because as artists, we can feel alone and we can feel like, who do I even show it to? And is it even worth it? Right. And so we're just kind of here to kind of hype everyone up <laughs> because there are so many talented people and praise God. Cause I'm like dang, you really are doing work to this. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. He really is just kind of moving through so many different people from all corners of the continent, even just that first call, you and the team did two calls. And I remember when I logged on, the first thing I trained into was the fact that there was a square that said Paul J. Kim. I was like, no way. What? <laughs> but now, now I love Paul J. Kim. I love him. But what I found even more just amazing was just the representation across the continent and just seeing like you said there's a community out there and and you folks were able to bring together so many diverse people from so many backgrounds so many different places all united under one common goal to just make Jesus known uh, and to help other people see that the church isn't dead and we can do so many incredible things for our Lord here on earth and like you say, as an artist, sometimes it can be isolating. And I know that just in speaking with other creatives, one of the big challenges I feel like is sometimes there's that whole internal competition and kind of comparison. Right. I was curious to know from your perspective as a graphic designer, um, as a photographer, I'm sure. And like, you know, even for me as a, a podcaster and a very, very low budget graphic designer, sometimes I worry that I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing well enough, or it's just kind of like, what am I doing wrong or what am I lacking? And it's kind of that internal narrative that you know, my craft isn't good enough. What do you say to those creators who maybe are worried or maybe they're kind of stuck comparing themselves to other people or they're worried that their craft isn't good enough? 
Yeah, I would say that the first thought of that, take it to our Lord, because in that moment, the creation that you created, it's an instilled thought from our Lord and it moves, right? And so regardless of how we think we are doing, our Lord knows more, right? And keep thinking and going on to that thought, into that, that art until in your heart and in your mind, you know it's well. Because for me, I also to really struggle with that internal comparison and and just really like having to fight this fight with pride. And that's where in that moment I say, Lord, this is not for me and it will never be for me. So whatever creative art that you want through me, use me and I will make it however you need it to be. Because, hey, I feel like St. Faustina, you know, she she helped create Divine Mercy. And so she brought in that artist and that artist was like, okay, this is what you want. And look at it now. It's such an iconic prayer, an iconic image. So I would just say, don't let yourself be the judge. Let our Lord come back to it and say, this is the perfect creation. And in that moment, he will always, always tell you like, this is perfect. And um, whether you had touched it up 50 times or not, he will let you know in that moment when it's done, it's done. (laughs) That's right. Amen. Yeah, the perfection in me is always just like, there's another um, or like that I can get rid of in my own speech (laughs) or in my own channel when I'm editing podcasts. And, you know, I'm sure it's the same for a lot of creators. So that's a a beautiful reminder. And also just a touching story as well. It's something that almost slipped my mind about uh, St. Faustina and that image of divine mercy. So thank you Mm -hmm. for sharing that. When it comes to your personal feminine genius, you know, as a woman, as a female creator, as a daughter of God, who has been really sharing this truth that all of us are made for greater. How have you seen your own feminine genius grow throughout your work and your life? Oh, our Lord fights this, it's a strong word, but this dislike of me saying, Mm. Lord, I am not doing enough as a woman. And I feel like, you know, listening to like your podcast and really just seeing such a woman in the church, I've grown to realize that, I have this role as a woman to come forth and just bring so much love to this church. And for me, like our mom is my greatest inspiration of that. And she really tells me, you know, there are just so many people that just need your touch and your care. Being a woman in the church has been a struggle just to see what my role is, but Things like this have really shown me like there are more opportunities to help grow the church. And for me, I've just grown with that idea of knowing my importance in the church and being able to utilize the things that I have that can make this church more beautiful in my roles, especially, and having to just be you know, women of faith having to go out to my workspace, you know, my workplaces, it's hard. But I find that coming back to the idea of being a feminine genius, there is that moment where we can all still find the nurturing and love in our hearts to everyone and in what we do too. So I know our Lord is giver and I just, I receive (laughs) and he gives me that. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow. 
Well, thank you so much, Jasmine. This has been such a beautiful time. And I was wondering, as we close, if we could uh, join in prayer together. Yes, of course. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, I am so just beyond awe in everything that you do. Um, you are such a creator of such beautiful things, Lord. And I pray that for any person that is listening to this podcast, and for Rachel, for me, that you just constantly bring forth anything that needs to be done. So I pray that in this moment, we are reminded to love you and to always constantly praise you and to allow our hearts to be conformed to you. I pray that any person that needs to be reminded of who they are, that you just instill that in their, in their hearts and their minds. Um, Mama Mary, I just pray for your intercessions. As for any women in this world, just need your constant love and hug and to just bring forth our prayers to your son and to just be with us in the moments where it's hard to feel like our role as women is not enough, but that you make it enough from your guests. And I just pray for all the angels and saints to be with us as well. As we give all the glory back to you, Lord, as we say, all glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, now, and ever shall be, love without end. Amen. Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Rachel. God bless. Thank you again to Jasmine de Guzman for joining me on the Feminine Genius Podcast. Learn more about Jasmine and Made for Greater by checking out her Instagram at Made for Greater and their website, madeforgreater.co. As well, if you'd like to learn more about the Creation Project and join in on an upcoming session that they have, you can check them out on Instagram. They're at the.creationproject. I've left links to these in the episode description below. Please stay up to date with the Feminine Genius Podcast by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at FemGeniusPod. And you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and many other platforms. All of this information can be found on our home on the web, FeminineGeniusPodcast.com. We'll talk to you soon, and God bless always.